You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio. You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, the Internet's sexiest radio station that's guaranteed to make you come back for more. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to iTunes or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. This is a Poppy Chula Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash PoppyChuloRadio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, July 12th. 2017. Listeners, please welcome rising gay adult star Manuel Sky. Welcome to the show, Manuel. Hi, how are you? Pretty good, man. And yourself? Absolutely good. Awesome. That's great to hear. I'm so excited to have you on because uh, you have been taking the industry by storm. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, it's just that I've been waiting for so long to, to do it, I guess. So, you know. It just like I, I was really pleased to work with so many beautiful producers and studios in such a period of time, and thanks to my husband, uh, Mixed Alone, for that too, because he really opened the gates for me. 
Awesome. Very cool. We're going to get into all of that during the interview. But before we jump in directly into the interview, I want to get some just general information out of the way first. Uh, I always like to start off with some physical stats and some just interesting stats. Uh, and uh, let's start off with your height and weight. Um, five feet uh, eight. And, um, and I weight 170 pounds. Uh, I'm 38 years old, actually, too. What's your zodiac sign? Pisces, ascendant uh, Taurus. It's a good mixture, like um, creativity and you know, go getter. <laughs> I like it. And uh, what's your ethnic background? I'm actually Quebecois. You're oh, okay. Quebecois. <laughs> So before we get into our exclusive one-on-one -on -one with Papi Chulo interview, here is our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading one-on-one -on -one with Papi Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one -on -one with Papi Chulo, visit poppychularadio.com slash after dark. Follow Papi Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash Poppy Chulo one on one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. All right, so let's get to know a little bit about the man behind uh, the performer. Where are you originally from? Well, I was born in Rimouski, a small town in Quebec province in Canada. And I grew up in Quebec City, lived in Montreal for over 20 years now. Okay, awesome. What was life like growing up for you? What was young Manuel Sky like? Mm. Um, I grew up in a very spiritual and fun family, I would say. They were always very uh, uplifting. They were always encouraged me to pursue my dreams and do anything I wish. And, uh, yeah, just so much love all around me all the time. Uh, I was very creative, tried all kinds of arts. Um, yeah, I was just like... Um, very kind of quiet then like very uh extrovert kids sometimes as well like really balanced in those fields when did you first realize your attraction to men oh god that's the funny story uh, <laughs> um i think around eight years old i was really really attracted to my um swim instructor um, you know, I was sitting in front of the class, 
gazing at his speedo, and I wanted to be in the shower so bad with him. That's where it started. <laughs> so very porny. Yes, naughty boy. <laughs> Were you always out? Were you in the closet? Did you have an official coming out moment? Well, yes. Um, uh, back in those days, uh, there was no internet, you know. There was no social media, nothing like that. So it, it, today's kids have uh, amazing... Um, Amazing doors already open for them for that so they, they they can be out at any age For us, you know, it took me about uh, till age 13 to realize exactly what was going on with me and Right away. I started to 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 see the changes my family started to see the changes in me and my friends and stuff so I pers I was out to my sister at 13 and to my parents at 16 but I, I, I was always gay, though. I, I never had a relationship with girls. Let's talk about your current relationship. Uh, you are married to fellow performer Mick Stallone. Yes. How did both of you meet? What's your meet-cute story? The meet-cute story, we were... Um, in this lifetime, we were at the gym. <laughs> At the gym, I was um, doing my splits and my handstands, and I noticed he was staring at me and taking too long, you know, to, to put his stuff away. And I was like, this guy is, like, interested in something anyway. So um, from there, we... Uh, we had a date, and it was instant connection. We kind of recognized each other from other lives. That we we have a connection that's beyond just this. We we call it soul flames. So we're connected in every dimensions of our beings. We could finish each other's sentences the very first night. That was quite awesome. That is beyond adorable. And I need to follow up with a question because I read an interesting answer that you gave uh, in another interview about Mick. And it sort of goes into the lines of what you just discussed about past lives. Because mm -hmm. you had a dream about him before you met him, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Well... Like I said, I grew up in a spiritual family, so like um, like my mom, for example, uh, knew I would be gay when she was pregnant. So there was always this thing with clairvoyance, uh, with my whole family. And um, uh, I, when I started into spirituality myself, I used my dreams as tools. So like I would go to bed at night asking questions for guidance. And I would always get the answers with the symbolic of dreams. Um, yeah, so about eight years ago, I went to bed asking uh, the universe uh, the circumstances where I would meet the men of my life. And so I had this beautiful dream where I was flying on the back of a falcon to a secret place in the desert. And eventually... <laughs> You know, even though I, I tried to avoid doing porn for the last 10 years, one day I said yes, and it was with the Falcon group, 
in uh, Las Vegas, which is the desert, and it was all secret. So like the the the, the dream came alive just recently with Mick. That's that's about it. So like all my my whole life, I had dreams like that, or just. No, I don't have much about dreams, but it's it's more about intuitions. I just get the messages sent to me right away, which is something, by the way, that anyone in on this planet can do if you just work it. You know, mm-hmm. that's fascinating. That's awesome. <laughs> and can you share with us, like, how did both of you realize that you had met before in previous lives? Because I think that's really interesting. Well, this kind of situation happened to me quite a lot because I did like um, a huge spiritual work uh, in my early 20s with a a master in spirituality and we did lots of, um, um, uh, we call it retrogression, so we basically just uh, go back into those former lives and then and then eventually I, I made up I made the connections of who was who in this life and you, you just kind of get to, to meet them again and and, um, and you realize that lots of the per- people that you know that you feel really strongly connected to, you know, like even though they're, they're sometimes they're, they're brand new in your life, they're strangers. And right away there's this huge attraction, you feel like you want to cuddle them. You want to hug them. You want to. You feel so much love for them right away. It's it's. It takes one second, you know. So uh, those connections are actually from former lives, and and like I said, like anyone, if you do the work, you can actually easily find who these people were, and with make that's what happened. Is just that. Um, you know, like we had tears the very first night that we we met, and we were just like at each other, like, "Oh, it's you," and he was like, "Oh yeah, I know it's you," and you know, it was that clear. And um, yeah, then and then like with like so many other of my friends, and you get the flashbacks. You know, it's when you've worked in this direction, it's just that. Um, it's it's flashback from former lives can come back to you like flashback from last year. You know, it's that simple. It's nothing magical. So it's but it so it, it's that's why I say like everyone can do it. It's with just a bit of coaching, but it, and it's quite amazing that we all have these possibilities within us because then it provides. Uh, a strong guidance and a known you you're, you know that you're in the right path you know you don't have to ask questions oh should i do this should i not the, with these confirmations you always know that universe supports you no matter how strange your decisions may seem you know so it's good when you go so far off from the i would say uh what the, the regular life would be, you know, the, 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 the I would say Linnaum, how would you say Linnaum? Um, anyway, I'm pretty sure you get the picture, hmm? the rules. Yeah, because I don't want to follow what everyone else is doing, you know. I like it. It's so interesting. That's, yeah. it's awesome. It, it's very cool. So, uh, 
let's talk about what was going on with your life prior to entering the industry. Um, well, I was always a porny kid, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, um, I did lots of modeling for like 15 years, fashion, fitness. Um, uh, I'm also a yoga teacher and an aerial acrobat. Um, uh, I don't know, like it just like led me there gently. And like I said, it's something I, I, I had in mind for about 10 years, you know, I just never wanted to really take that direction because I thought there was a clash with the spiritual side of me. Um, but then I, you know, getting into the industry, I realized that, uh, most of the people that I work with, uh, the producers and the models, uh, are actually very spiritual because to get there, you know, you have to have such an open mind, which is the same, uh, basics that you need to open the spiritual path as well. So um, I think, it, although to some people it would seem like two extreme opposite spirituality and porn, uh, but at the end it all goes together. So I really embraced it when it started. So I like I was building my way there slowly. <laughs> you know, like I started to work with Mark Henderson and then. And then uh, at the same time, Mick was in uh, in Las Vegas filming for for um, Raging Stallions, and that's when the director Steve Cruz saw my new pictures, my very first two uh, X pictures, and that's when he said, "I want him." So, you know, I just said yes. <laughs> so let's talk about how you got into the business. So it was with. Steve Cruz? Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Yeah, but I, I was like, I don't, if I do this, I just, I don't, I don't want to just do it with anyone. I want to, I want to have like, um, I want to work just with the best studios in the world. I'll, I'm, otherwise, I'm not doing it. So when Steve Cruz said, I want him, I was like, okay, I guess we're going to do this, you know? <laughs> In total, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, started to film in January. Only. It's brand new. Okay, Still. awesome. Very cool. Let's talk about your porn name. I feel like a name in the industry is very important. you got to pick a, like the right name to associate uh, it, with yourself in the business. How did you come up with wait. your name? Well, the um, thing is... Um, when I was doing a, a photo shoot in the, in Palm Spring with Jeff Palmer, I realized that his uh, boyfriend was also JP. Uh, so he had JP squared with a heart around it, and I thought it was so cute. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, you guys have the same initials, you know. So when I came to find a porn name, it was clear to me that I wanted to to go on with uh, same initials as a mixed alone, so I could get MS squared. So I was like, okay, so I need to find a first name with M and a last name with S. And my actual uh, 
second name is Manuel, so this was so easy. Um, and then for the S, I wanted something that um, carries the spiritual aspect of me and the aerial aspect of me because I'm an aerial performer. So then Sky was just like perfect for it because it carries that spiritual and aerial. So that's how it became Manuel Sky. So I, I can like, I like use, that. utilize as well the um, Manuel Sky for the aerial porn if I ever want to as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's a great <laughs> idea. Well, that's another part of the visions I had because I never knew I would be an aerial acrobat, you know. So, again, during uh, my dreams, it's actually, I call them uh, astral uh, traveling, but um, I saw, like, blue ribbons of silks uh, swirling in the air. And then, you know, a few years later, I started silks, and I was like, oh, these are the blue ribbons, that, and, uh, and I'm flying in them. Mm -hmm. And, and and it was very sexy and um, a bit sexual as well. And I was like, what is this? So, like, now it all makes sense. There's this acro point happening eventually. You can make it happen, man. That would be <laughs> awesome. Well, there's a few plans for this uh, coming soon. <laughs> very exciting. Let's talk about your first time on set. Mm -hmm. What was that first day on set like for you? Were you nervous, excited, scared? You had uh, sort of built up this idea and this excitement to do porn uh, throughout the years, not really knowing if you should, not really knowing if it will ever happen. But here it is. It's your first day on set. What was going on in your mind and what was that experience like for you? Well, you're right. There was so, so many things. Um... I was excited, nervous, all of that, uh, but, you know, I was also, like, willing to get every aspect of this experience, you know, to the, and sensations. Um, Steve Cruz and his crew had prepared an amazing set in Las Vegas in their studios, and it was really, like, it was the, it was the scene from Two Dick Minimum in... They recreated like a vintage bar. And I was like, oh my God, it really looks like the DVDs I used to buy as a kid, you know. So I was like really uh, happy to be part of this, finally. Um, and Steve, you know, he, he wanted to make sure he got my first time doing porn. Um, uh, so he made sure that everything was done in, in a way that I would feel comfortable. Um, it was just amazing, you know, and uh, I had to do it with my boyfriend first, so it was, like, much easier on that side, but at the same time, there was so much to learn. Thank God I met lots of porn stars throughout my life, so I could ask. You know, I was kind of paving the way, so I asked millions of questions to them already, so I kind of knew what I, what I was going for. I knew it would be hard work. I, I knew it would not be easy. But, you know, anything that's too easy, I don't, I don't like to do it. <laughs> it's not rewarding enough. Well, that's true. And that's understandable. <laughs> Let me see how I can word this question. Because you're doing your first scene, and it's with your boyfriend. Yeah. So does that ease the pressure a little bit? Or is it a little bit more nerve-wracking because 
now both of you are having sex, at least in your mind at the time, you, now you're having sex in front of a, basically a crowd, per se, you know, because you have the camera people, the director, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. Did that ease your mind a little bit because it is with uh, someone that you love, or did it add like a little bit more like nervous jitters? It was definitely much easier because um, what we do as porn stars is that we have to recreate uh, chemistry on set, you know. So, and, and if it's not genuine, um, people will see it, uh, I believe. And um, and so the chemistry was already there, obviously. It was just a little strange, yes, to have like people watching us doing it. And it was strange to use condoms for the first time. Um, but... You know, now I'm getting used to it. Like I, it's, it's funny. Like it's a very liberating experience, I would say. But uh, to to just have that comfort level to be uh, just having sex in front of people, and 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 Raging Stallion is quite a big crew. You know, usually you you film with there's one or two people with you in a room. Now there was like four or five. You know, so it's uh, it's quite a lot. But you know you get along with it. <laughs> you get away with anything. It, it's just a it's just the unknown in the beginning, and then you're like, oh okay, you know. It's just that you have to keep like in the mood that this is a sex, sexy times. You know, you're having sex. You have to to stay like focused. It's not like uh, you know people are doing stuff around you, and you're like, okay, I need to keep my focus with my partner here. That was the most challenging but you know with uh, my practice of meditation i think that's what helps mostly because with meditation you learn to focus on one thing no matter what distractions are around you let's break a porn scene down in a scene which do you enjoy the most giving or receiving oral um the oral part is of course the most uh, easy to film I, I, I really like receiving the oral, for sure, um, because the pleasure it provides, and, you know, it's, uh, and it's very, um, it's, it, it goes with the top as well, where it's like you're kind of dominating a little bit, so I really like that aspect of it. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, as far as rimming, giving or receiving? It depends. Sometimes, mostly giving, sometimes receiving, but um, it depends on your chemistry with the specific models. Depends on their their butt cheeks as well, you know. (laughs) In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position? And I want to split this question up in... uh, two ways because you are predominantly a top in your scenes but you Mm -hmm. do bottom on occasion on film uh, with your partner so as a top what is your favorite sexual position and when uh, the viewers get the chance to see you bottom what is your favorite position my favorite position as a top would be missionary because I can really connect with the, my, my partner. I can see his chest, his abs. I can kiss him easily. That's that's for me is a big plus. Um, and 
bottom would be the same. Uh, I would be into the missionary because same thing, it's about the connection here. It's about seeing the pecs, the muscles, everything. Absolutely. I like the visual aspect of, of fucking, basically. And of course, we know how a scene ends. In a scene, where is your favorite place to shoot your load? Well, I like to shoot a place where we can actually see all of it. So <laughs> I would say on my parsonage chest. You are a fresh face in the industry. You've only been in the industry for a little over, just a teeny tiny bit over half a year. So I'm curious to pick your brain about who are some of the performers out there that you would love to do a scene with? Uh, who would, who, who's basically on your must-do list in the industry? Who would you love to get paired up with? Or... Uh, paired up in a uh, threesome style scene uh, with your partner. Yeah, threesome would uh, absolutely be uh, welcome. Any threesomes. We film uh, a couple that are about to come uh, with fantastic partners, and uh, which will make the listeners come. Um, I, I'll keep you said they're about to come. It'll make the listeners yeah, yeah. come. I'll keep them as a surprise, uh, but. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of porn stars that we 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 chatted with on on Twitter actually that we were really excited eventually to work with. We would love a threesome, of course, with Alex Mikam, uh, Daniel Robles. There's uh, there's uh, Carter Dane for sure. Oh, um, well, I would definitely love Francois Sagat because he's he's iconic. You know, it's like. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, um, there's lots of porn stars from when I was young, you know, that I would like, it would be like a dream come true to, to have sex with them, but, you know, most of them have stopped, so, and yeah, that's about it for now. You know, like, uh, eventually, like, what I like about the, the, the casting directors is that they, um, they paired us, or me, with with people that, you know, like, if I'm like, oh, this this actor is amazing, I would love, I would love to have a scene with him, and next thing you know is, like, they do the pairing for me. It's it's amazing. So, like, it's all synchronized. It's fun. Very cool. Yeah. In the industry, um, I'm kind of curious to ask this because you are a fresh face. Are there any performers or even individuals behind the camera that you look up to whose uh, career trajectory inspires you in your own? Um, one of the most inspired people I've worked with so far was Kent, the photographer for Raging Stallion and Falcon Studios. Uh, he um, retired from that, actually. but he... He's amazing, though. Oh my god, he was like my very first photographer on set, and uh, we connected right away because he is also very spiritual, and he could read my mind, and it was all amazing what he had to say, and uh, as soon as he would get on set, it's funny, like, but his energy and his vibration was so amazing that as soon as he would get on set, all the actors would have hard-ons ready to to snap the pictures it was amazing so i was like wow you can actually do that have a vibration that everyone gets horny 
you know, <laughs> even though it's work, you know. So uh, this would be my number one, definitely. Um, uh, there's lots of directors I can think of. Like uh, I haven't had the pleasure to work with a film with her, but she she. Uh, we've chatted a lot. I then we danced for her once, and she's an amazing being as well. Um, I'm very grateful for Steve Cruz, like uh, as well. Like my second experience with him, I was filming with uh, Rick York, and um, because I had worked with him once, now he he was trusting us more, and he was just like. Uh, allowing us to go with the flow, which I found quite amazing. Um, yeah, but mostly, like, like I, I, I'm, I'm really honest that the people I've worked with, like, are really amazing. You know, because they, 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 as soon as they see that you know what you're doing and you're also bringing your creativity into it, like, especially with the uh, doing the, the poses. Uh, they kind of let you f do your own flow. So I really, really like that. Yeah. As the scenes that you uh, start in have started to trickle out and have been premiering on these incredible sites that you've uh, filmed for, have you seen your scenes? Are you the type of performer that likes to or doesn't mind to see the work that they've done? Or are you of the kind of performer that like avoids looking at the scenes that he's uh, been in? Well, uh, this um, has changed uh, with doing acrobatics, I would say. Like, I use, you know, like anyone, like, I use not to like to watch me uh, on video or just even hearing my voice and stuff like that. But doing acrobatics, you know, like you, you, it's all the visual that matters. Like even like if your toe is not pointed here, if your arm is a little folded, we see it, you know. So um, I, I use this as a tool uh, to just become a better performer. So yes, I have seen most of my scenes. Maybe not the integral of it, but you know, I I, I watch I watch what's what I need to know how to be a better performer, and that's really important for me because you know that's um, it's it's really about improving and elevating, you know, and um, I and and as well like I want to know what the directors they see it through their lens, you know, so I can uh, adapt that uh, uh, and help their work to, to, to be easier as well. So, like, I know, like, I can modify the way I present myself to the camera so that they don't have to to move around me so much. I can, I can you know, work with them instead. Since you mentioned that you were a porny boy growing <laughs> up... How old were you when you saw a porn film for the very first time? Oh, um, I would rent porn movies with my fuck friends when I was probably seventeen. Um, so we had back then we had had to go to an actual. Uh, how do you call these? The video, video the store, adult videos. 
Yeah, where well, they they rent the videos, you know, it was really a funny experience. You would get through those doors and you watch that nobody is looking at you, and you know, that was really fun. And we watched them in my parents' basement, <laughs> where all the yeah. naughty things happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts on doing bareback scenes? Because you've done a couple already, but they've only been with your partner. So are bareback scenes something that we're only going to see between both of you? What are your thoughts just in general on bareback productions? Well, definitely, uh, this is something that we've discussed, uh, Mick and I, that uh, it would exclusively be for uh, just the two of us. Uh, although we were um, in Spain and filmed for Christian Bjorn, which is someone I've always looked up to, like because uh, his videos is just so amazing. And, um, you know, I was a teenager when I would watch his stuff. And... Uh, so he only does bareback, but uh, but then again, like as we were discussing with him, it's like it's you know you kind of choose who you work with with that that you know you you make sure that everyone is safe at the same time. So we would get the results, you know, right before shooting to make sure that we're in a safe zone because uh, health is. Uh, you know, and safety is a priority number one in any industries, I would say. So, yeah, so you just be wise about it, and to me it's fine. But I, I don't know if it's something you're going to see more, though, because there's two scenes with Christian, but for the rest, for now, that's what it is. As we've discussed, you have shot a few scenes with your husband, and we sort of went into what it was like the first time that you shot with him, because obviously it was your your first mm -hmm. time doing a scene, period. But as you two have been uh, shooting more and more scenes together, what has that experience been like for you? And uh, how do you feel both of you have grown as performers between both of you in the scenes that uh, you've done together? Well, it has changed in a way that uh, we are both more comfortable doing it in front of the camera. So I would say um, the scene for TrentonDucati.com is the first one that we're together that I actually felt that it was just like if we were in bed together. Um, you know, like, because usually when we fuck, there's energy passing from me to him. And I can, it's really funny because we connect through um, the chakras when we fuck. And I can feel when the energy comes off of me and he feels it at the crown of his head. And I can feel that energy passing. So I can predict when it's going to happen. And his eyes are opening big. And he's like, oh my God, I have like chills, you know. And and uh, so that's what happens when we're in a bedroom. But filming for Trenton uh, uh, was the first time that this actually happens during the set. So now and more, we're, we're, I think it, it's happening more and more, you know. And um, 
it, it it's evolving like now we finally had the three sums because uh, in Spain we filmed two three sums and one four sum so like it, we're getting a little more playful as well because you know like studios now they've seen us the two of us together so now they, they want to see a little more extra so now they start to pair us with third or fourth which is also an amazing game to play I really like it it's really um, erotic and yeah uh, we both love it a lot Let's discuss your official website, ms2world.com. That's the letter M, the letter S, the number two, world.com. What can the listeners find on your official site? Uh, well, there's, um, there's um, definitely... Uh, the, the point of this, of doing this, was to bring a, a little bit of exclusive content to for um, uh, for the um, the watchers, and um, of course, there's a there's a bit of there's a repertoire of everything that we've done. Uh, there's pictures, and but but the the site is in, we're, we're modified very soon, where it's. Because this is was just the beginning where we want to take it to a whole new level. With uh, you'll see, we're gonna start uh, the YouTube channel soon, and we're gonna integrate there some coachings because you know, like I said, I'm a yoga teacher, and uh, we're both very spiritual. So we want to take on that sexy part of uh, of life and bring it into the coaching as well. Because there's so many things that need to be to be taught that were not taught at school, even on that side of, uh, uh, of life. So it's going to integrate lots of lots more eventually, because now it really looks like our, a, a bit or less like our Twitter feed, but eventually it's going to be really expanded. So it, it, it's just a baby now. It's going to evolve, definitely. That sounds really exciting and very mm -hmm. awesome. And, yeah, but it, it's a lot of work, so you have to be patient for that. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Trust me, I completely understand about <laughs> building a website and trying to maintain it. So yeah. that's really awesome, though. And I'm going to assume that at some point there will be MS2 productions or MS Squared productions at some point where... There will be lots of original content that's directed and produced by both of you, maybe, in the future? Uh, well, um, as you saw, like, there's already, like, we enjoy a lot our homemade videos. Yes. Uh, and they always have a lot of... Anyone content. that follows either of your timelines know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, and even for me as as a viewer, this is something I really enjoy because you're really into people's intimacy. It's not, you know, it it's really different from an actual movie that uh, you know because everything is planned and, and it, you know so like this is the real stuff happening, which is really really fun. Um, so we want to give more of that definitely. Uh, we're actually in the process of. Uh, uh, we're discussing with someone to, um, to 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 build our own uh, to make our own brand at a much broader audience. Like the, the basically the concept would be us traveling around the world, 
but I can't say much more about that. But it's I, I it's not us producing the content, or but it's I don't want to I can't reveal too much details right now because it's really in discussion. But um, but yes, you can expect something like that definitely. Okay, I like it. And at some point, swings or silks and penetration ten feet in the sky. Well, yes. Well, it's something I, I've envisioned, like I said. So, uh, um, and I have a few people asking. So I'm gonna probably prepare. Uh, I'm in the process of preparing something of the sort. Um, it's quite challenging. So uh, I don't know when it's gonna be ready. But yes, well, it would be more for. Um, private parties and like uh, something like that so we'll, we'll, I'll keep you posted with that definitely sounds exciting as well awesome so yes. right now it's time for the big question emphasis <laughs> on big this is a question I'm sure a lot of your fans and supporters might be curious to know how much is Manuel Sky packing how big are you below the waist Oh, eight inches uncut. Uh, it's actually eight by five, we say, so the girth is five inch. It's... Big and girthy. Yep. There you go. Let's talk about the cum shot. Do you do uh, anything in particular to maintain a consistent cum shot in your scenes? Uh, I hydrate a lot. That's all. For the rest, I was just naturally... You know, I'm naturally born with lots of sperm inside me, so it's just like, and and of course, when you're filming, the you know, it's so many hours you're actually stroking, so it it's like every time you see a cum shot, it's like a double cum shot for me because it, there's just so much build up to it. That's the trick, basically. That's it. What do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Hmm. Oh well, the the actual the actual um, it, it's funny because like um, the actual building of the chemistry with the model, I would say, like everything off camera is super amazing. It, it's like you let go of everything, so you kind of build this horniness corniness, I don't know how to say it, but like it's, so there's that build up and then you're like, okay, we're ready. And then the camera starts, you know, so that off camera moment for me is really precious, but it's something that you have to, to visualize, I guess, for you guys. <laughs> when you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Well, um, my job as a porn actor is really to connect again with someone that I basically don't know. So what I, I always try to find what uh, attracts me the most in that person. You know, really quickly identify like, oh, do I like his shoulders best, his cock, his mouth, what, whatever it is. So like, uh, I it's specific to every model. Um, so I can always rely to those best assets of his. Uh, and turn-offs. 
turn off are mostly um, usually because uh, you, you know, like because I'm an acrobat, the um, the producers they they really like to put me in strange uh, poses which I really like and I know it looks good, except that, you know, my blood flows to my muscles when this happens. So it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's really, really challenging. Um, so turn off would be uh, as well heat when it's too hot, it's hard to focus, but you know, it, this is part of it, you know, so uh, anything that's, too easy doesn't look good on camera anyway so challenge challenge me and I'll do it <laughs> in your opinion what part of your body is the sexiest and why hmm uh, usually um, like um, maybe the butt cheeks and the upper back uh, this is all from acrobatics because you know like um, I all my body was is natural actually it's all built from gym acrobatics and yoga so it's um, these are muscles that are actually um, um, they have a purpose you know it's not just to look good um, so it creates a certain shape the aerialists have this extra V on the upper back which is which I was surprised when I first saw the pictures of that and um, the butt cheeks the same because they came from doing the splits in the air hanging by the ankles you know so the stabilizers for that are, uh, are the glutes so when I looked at the pictures the first time I was like what this is my ass oh my god I can't believe it so you know but again, it was just done with a purpose. It was not aimed to create that. So it's kind of fun. And on the flip side of that question, what part mm. of your body do you like the least and why? Well, <laughs> it's funny, but uh, it would be my ankles because like, I'm short, I'm wide. And then, you know, it's like, it's like tiny, tiny, mini ankles. So I, I, I never wear like um, shoes. I always wear booties and high tops to cover them. In your personal life, what is your sexual role? On film, you are predominantly a top, unless you're in a scene with your partner. So does that echo how you are in your personal life as well? I mean, well, in the sense that you are much more of a top, but you will bottom on occasion, or are you a little bit more fully verse in uh, your personal life? Same thing in my real life. Same thing. I much more enjoy topping. To shave or not to shave? That is the question. And I'm talking about body hair, hair down there, just hair and the body in general. Well, the only place I shave is my chest because I, I think it looks better on me. Um, uh, for other people, I don't really mind. You know, it's whatever feels uh, good uh, on them. Uh, for the rest, I like to keep the hair, especially uh, on the pubic area. You need some hair, definitely. Uh, legs, I don't mind. 
sometimes they're shaven, sometimes there's hair, depending on what I'm doing. Because if I do, uh, if I do acrobatics performances, sometimes too much hair, it's really painful. So sometimes I have to remove it. That's it. But yes, a little bit of hair, it had, it had, but not too much at the same time. <laughs> In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Oh, I'm very vanilla, I would say. Uh, I like voyeur. I like to, to watch a lot. For the rest, I'm, I'm, I'm really simple. I like, I like good lighting so I could see. And, you know, what turns me on is really like just muscles. Um, really basic with that. Manuel Sky, join me in the time machine and let's go back in time. Okay. How and when did you lose your virginity? Mm, I was 16 or 15. Yeah, it was with uh, it was with a, another Madonna fan. I was a huge Madonna fan back then and so I I bounded with one Madonna fan, and that's I was like I discovered. He told me he confessed he was gay, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gay too," you know. And then, and then the sex happened for the first time. <laughs> was it to like a virgin? <laughs> no, it was to um, a movie that we never end up watching. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. Well, Madonna fans, I mean, you know, that's the appropriate song, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be... Either that or erotic. Uh, erotica is one of my favorite, definitely. Yes. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Quirky? Mmm. Oh my god, I was not prepared for this one. <laughs> Look into yourself, yeah. Manuel Sky. Yeah, I'm pretty much an open book, you know. Uh, I can't lie about anything, you know. It's like you're going to see everything in my face. So, um, so, uh, uh, oh, yeah, well, you know, like, um, you know, even though I'm always like, you, you know, I'm always portrayed like as, uh, or if you if you get a chance to to see me, like I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm the good guy. You know, I'm always happy uh, and fun. But on the other side, you know, it's uh, don't mess with me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, you don't want to see the other side of me. So um, I'm very tolerant. A very tolerant guy, and I believe everyone is here to learn. And you know, I'm more than willing to help anyone to grow. But you know, don't don't go on on, on the other side with me. That's a no no, because you don't want to see my bad side. That's it. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Hmm. Creative. Um. Well, spiritual. Uh, 
determined, patient, motivated, understanding, very sexual. <laughs> um, flirtatious, passionate, definitely, and that's all. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow your fans and supporters to get to know some of your favorites. So the first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Okay, I barely watch TV, um, but still I have a few that I enjoy a lot. Of course, RuPaul Drag Race for the creative aspect of it, and and RuPaul it, it himself is super spiritual, and it, and it shows throughout the show. Um, I love South Park a lot because it it like takes all the boundaries and throw them away, <laughs> makes fun of everything that people are scared to make fun of. Um, any other shows I watched? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, like I said, like I, I barely watch TV. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Oh, that I have plenty because as a kid, I, I I was just listening to music all the time. So Madonna is definitely on top for she helped me grow as well as a man. Um, um, Alison Goldfrapp from Goldfrapp is uh, quite amazing with her voice. Um, or this, there's so, so many. Um, you know, all definitely Dalida is a beautiful French icon that I, I look up to. Um, you know, uh, we share Kaliminog, the very, very gay pop culture here. <laughs> what are three of your most favorite films? My actual all-time favorite is with uh, Julie Andrews, um, Victor Victoria. Um, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to watch lots of musical with my parents as a kid, definitely. Um, um, I would say something like uh, Hocus Pocus with Beth Midler, which actually... Yes, classic. Um, Death Becomes Her, Goldie Hawn, and Meryl Streep. Fantastic. Awesome. What are two foods you can't live without? Uh, can't live without. Mm. Mm, smoked salmon. <laughs> um, um, and my eggs in the morning. That's boring, but yeah. I need, and, and my coffee, of course. I can't, my coffee is everything. <laughs> And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasure. Oh, well, yeah. Well, still that would be food, but that's my beer. And, 
Uh, yeah, I like to after acrobatics or porn, I come back home. Now it's time to relax. I enjoy it with watching some funny things on YouTube with a beer. What's next for Manuel Sky? What can the listeners and your fans anticipate from you in the near future? Well, <laughs> uh, I pretty much follow my heart all the time. So any challenges that the universe brings along my way, uh, I will be really happy to take it. And uh, But eventually the most fun will be my work with Mick. Uh, like I said, I can't reveal too much about it. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Manual Sky is a tease, but you're a good tease. <laughs> well, yeah, you, don't, you can't spill everything, otherwise you don't get a surprise no more. You know, that's not fun. That's very true. Mm-hmm. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on social media? All of the goodies. Well, everything lies really with Manual Sky Triple X on Twitter. Unfortunately, my uh, Instagram account was deleted, so I have to rebuild it. <laughs> But, yeah, that's all for now. This brings us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters tuning in? Uh, yeah, well, I would encourage them to to start to watch the, um, the YouTube videos as soon as they come out. Uh, I really I really believe in the full potential of everybody, so that's the point, the, you know, the... The purpose of what I'm doing in porn is really like to to make sure everyone is a good, in a good place in their heart. So I really wish that you know they everyone takes the time for themselves, not to jerk to just to jerk off to our videos, but really take the time to to nurture um, their higher self. Namaste. <laughs> I like that a lot. And I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Manuel. My pleasure. It was amazing. Awesome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Julo. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychularadio.com slash after dark. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one-on-one. That's at poppychulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. And with that, Manuel Sky and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Let's go.
Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.